Good evening, fantasy footballers and degents across the world. You are listening to the Championship Formula with your host, Mike Plymel. And sitting to my left is the Cajun Raider, Mr. Mike Wilden. How's it going tonight, sir? Woo! What is up? Um, I would like to say happy anniversary to the casual and his lovely wife. Um, Oh, that's right. We're missing one of our... Well, one of our... We're missing, like, our main uh, main dude tonight, and uh, just know that... <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that we wish you were here, and uh, we He's miss drinking. you. He's drinking. We miss you dearly. He's drinking. All right, and uh, not sitting in front of me, but sitting to my right. Actually, no, he is sitting in front of me. That's going to be the nation, yes. Mr. Vinny Gonzalez. I'm so happy to be here. Um, Josh, if you're listening, which I know you will... Um, I appreciate you not coming here. I just realized just how nice this seat is sitting right in front of our host, and uh, I'm not sure you're going to get it back. So, happy anniversary, though. He has dreamy eyes. Yeah. I mean, it's so weird. It looks like you guys are playing footsies and stuff. <laughs> dreamy eyes are like hungry eyes. You got it completely wrong. <laughs> oh, so uh, it's just going to be the three of us tonight. And, oh, uh, it's, it, I know, I know. It's a little weird with just three of us. We're probably going to get through it in uh, 75% time, so we're going to... It's going to go just fly by. The math, everyone's the not even going to realize, like, man, that was a fast episode. Yeah. All right. So uh, this past weekend, Mr. Wheeler, and as usual, I didn't even know, what did you do? Yeah. So um, my family and I watched uh, The Passion of Christ. Um, have you guys ever seen that? Yes. I've seen the one by Mel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Jim Caviezel. Extremely I, well done. I bawled like yeah. a baby. Like it's extremely I well done. It's not bubbles coming out of my nose. Right. My, my 15-year-old daughter watched it. We were kind of debating on whether or not to let her watch it, and we did. Right. And she was bawling like a baby, too. So I hope we didn't scar her for life. You probably did. Well, here's here's a fact, uh, interesting fact about that movie. when Based Christ, on a true story. Well, when Christ is being crucified and they're nailing in the uh, nails through his through his wrist who's doing the nailing do you know no i don't uh, mel gibson did it even though you couldn't see his face and he did it because he said that we all played a part in crucifying him oh wow pretty cool fact yeah i know that that you? is cool did not know that there very cool okay yeah. Uh, Vinny, give me some uplifting stuff. Anything that you do this past weekend? Honestly, I, I really didn't. I worked on Saturday, partially, and then after that, I kind of just laid low, streamed some movies, and just relaxed. Okay. That's it. Magic Mike. Yeah, no, Brokeback Mountain. You were close. <laughs> really close, Mike. That was. The, you know what was funny is uh, Vinny was texting me, and he asked between those two movies, which one should I watch? And I said, you should probably let Yaz make the call. Right. And uh, she did. Yeah, she said Brokeback Mountain. There you go. And it was odd. But um, the, the only thing I regret is when I text you is not saying, why don't you come over? Yeah. You know what? Yaz actually texted me and said, Vinny is crazy horny right now. Yeah. It's so weird. So uh, so I was looking for a guy. I mean, <clears throat> I was looking for. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. All right. Moving on. Okay. Oh, what about what? you, Plymel? Yeah, what about you? What did you do this weekend? I went to a uh, child's birthday party. Okay. Over at Urban Air out in Vieira. 
Okay. Uh, the kids seemed to have fun. I like that was good. Uh, we also went to my favorite pizza joint, which is FM Pizza over there in downtown Agali. No, do that's, not, that your, that's oh not your favorite God. I don't know why. Place. No, you I am telling so you much. right I'll... now, if you have never been, you're missing out. No, Mr. I D's went there with is your you favorite twice. pizza place. No, that's true. I went Mr. there with you twice, and they have a speakeasy in the back, right? Yeah, no, it's right, right around the corner from there. They got that right. speakeasy. Right. I went, speakeasy? I went there. It's like a hidden bar, pretty much. It's mm-hmm. a secret bar. It and um, at first, I was like, this sounds so good. But it's actually really cool. Are there glory holes there? On some. Yeah. On Sundays. Yeah. I've never been on that day, though. Yeah. Plus, I don't want my turn in the glory hole. Well, I work I, there I'm on like, Sunday. No, I... <laughs> oh, shoot. Shoot. I thought it was scruffy last time. Yeah, well. But, uh, no, that was what you pretty much what pizza? I did. It was, uh, I love that pizza. Plus, here's, the, here's, here's what I love. Unlimited mimosas, sixteen bucks. Now there's the truth. Yeah, there we go. So now, now we realize it's not oh, really about the pizza. Mamacita. No, it was strawberry really and watermelon and raspberry. Um, I'm all about mimosas. That. Oh, it was it's incredible. They have delicious meatballs, great garlic knots, but the right. pizza is second to none. Right. I I'm, I think we could go back and forth about the pizza, but we all have our taste. I just more of a New York style type of pizza, you know, yep. the large slices, the greasy pizza, you know, yeah. that's 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 pizza for me. This is a know? little bit thinner. It's uh, much crispier and not very greasy. Right, right, nice. right, right. It's almost I, I like liked a healthier. It. I liked it when I went with you. Don't get me wrong. It's good pizza. Yeah. But if you said, Vinny, do you want to eat a slice of Bizarro's or do you want to eat at FM? I'll take oh, a slice man. of Bizarro's. If you go at like 11 o'clock in the morning, that Bizarro's is just coming out. I just want to roll around oh on one of those 24-inch house pies. Like, just I'll, get I'll, all that I'll, cheese I'll say, on I know me. you like that. There's oh, no way you man. don't. Yeah. yeah. The best thing that would happen, though, is if you would come, Cajun. Oh, and yeah, we could we roll to, around together. We went to Backwater. <laughs> And that was that, man. To back oh, that's water. delicious. Oh, to broke back. water. Broke back water. Wait, did you sit at the griddle or at the regular at table? The, at the griddle, yeah. Did you get the regular pancakes or the lemon poppy seed? The uh, orange citrus? Yeah, that one. Yep. Wow. And Seasonal I the, pancakes I had the are Bayou incredible. Benedict. Have you ever had the Bayou Benedict? Come there? on, man. What's my name? Come on, man. That was delicious. Wow. Oh. Uh, is this a fancy football podcast? No, we're I'm foodies. I'm scared. We're All foodies. We're foodies. <laughs> we're foodies. We are foodies. Yeah, we love food. Food is oh, good. God, food is I great. Love food. The fat guy in me just wants to eat everything <laughs> right. all the time. <laughs> The fat guy I mean, in my butt wants to eat everything all the time. I don't even know what that means, but I love it. <laughs> right. I didn't know there was a guy in your butt. <laughs> Whoa. All right. So um, He said it. I'm just like. <laughs> we want to thank everyone for uh, listening tonight. And tonight is going to be a special episode because we are going to do an NFL mock draft. That's yes. right. You're going to hear us talk about uh, the Anthony Richardsons and the Will Levis and the yeah, and Vinny's looking at me, the Will Andersons it. of the world. And what we're going to talk about <laughs> is not just why these teams would take them, but how it's going to affect our fantasy values. Um, so, obviously, Bryce Young going to go in the top five. How does that affect his wide receivers? How does that affect his running backs? How does it affect what the Texans or the Panthers or whatever team drafts them? What's it going to do for the rest of the season? So, we're going to talk about all these guys and... Uh, that's what we're doing tonight. So Let's do we it. can't thank you enough for listening. And uh, just so you know, we're going to have the Cajun <clears throat> Raiders start us off at number one. We're going to have the nation go at number two. And I'm going to finish this off at number three. And then we're just going to keep rotating. Doesn't mean we're all going to agree. We can have disagreements and talk it out. But uh, ultimately, the decision comes down to the owner of that team. And we are going to start... With the Carolina Panthers, who paid a king's ransom to move up to number one from number nine, got that pick from the Chicago Bears, and uh, 
it seems like the writing on the wall is that they're going to take a quarterback. And with Mr. Wielden, now the owner slash GM slash coach of the Carolina Panthers, he gets to make the call as to who they are going to take. And I, for one, am very excited. Cajun Raider, please tell me. Yes. Who Talk is us it? through it. Carolina Panthers are on the clock. Woo, I love it. I got to tell you, um, Carolina's offense was ranked 29th in the league last year. That's bad. They were ranked 29th specifically in pass offense. Mm. So I think the choice here is pretty simple and easy. Um, you gave me the obvious choice. Um, I watched the combine. I watched the quarterbacks. C.J. Stroud really showed out for me. It looked like he just the ball came off his hand effortless, effortlessly. Um, he just he had a good rhythm. His footwork was perfect. I think he's going to be a great pick for the Carolina Panthers, and I'm anxious to see how they rebuild around him. Okay. So here's the next question I have for you. They've got no DJ Moore. They've got no Deontay Foreman. They have no DJ Chark. They have uh, basically no one. What does C.J. Stroud do in his first year over there in Carolina? He's going to struggle, obviously. Okay. Um, but there's um, wide receivers. I think this wide receiver draft is a little bit deeper than most people think. There's not really any standouts other than like your pterodactyl. We'll get, we'll get to this guy later. Um, but there's a lot of really good wide receivers that are deeper in the draft. And I think that they can surround Stroud with some of those guys and uh, be looking pretty good after this draft. Okay, so in redraft, here's the real question. Are we drafting C.J. Stroud as even a number two quarterback in a 12-team PPR one point PPR. Is he a top twenty four quarterback? Maybe honestly? maybe not this year, okay. but next year. Yeah, I would think so. Once he gets his feet under underneath him. Is there anything anything worth drafting off the Carolina Panthers this year? That's hard, man. I'd have to. I'd have to. No, I mean you're the owner, GM, and the coach all at once of the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, the cheerleaders. Okay, and the cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I hope you got some new routines. Last year's a little lame. Yeah, one of them. Well, we're, they're going. They're going to dress up as little kittens this time, and they're going to come on the <laughs> field. Kittens. And you're yeah. trying to catch that. Uh, the, what do they call them? Furries. Yeah. Okay, you're trying to catch that niche. Yeah, I like absolutely. It. All right, so C.J. Stroud goes there. I like the pick. I think Vinny's probably in agreement with that. He's okay with C.J. Stroud going number one. Um, but it also looks like it does nothing for the Carolina Panthers this year. They're going to win the division. It's that's a, a bet it's we a, have. It's a weak that's division. A bet we have. Yeah, I, that's I, true. I still like Carolina and winning on the strength of their defense. But I heard a blurb today, and I meant to say this to you earlier off air, that they were looking at Bryce Young, that they would potentially pass up C.J. Stroud, which was mind-blowing because they gave up so much to get that pick, and the consensus was C.J. Stroud should be your guy. But that came out on um, Rudder World today. I, I think right now there's so much smoke. Right, because, there has to be. I mean, Thomas Davis came out and said Anthony Richardson, number one. Right, don't be surprised if Anthony Richardson. But, you know, you're right, it's just smoke. It's probably just smoke. I, I would bet it's on C.J. Stroud. It's got to be. I would bet on C.J. Stroud. Okay, so I think this is a consensus. You good with no, number one, C.J. Stroud? I would. They, okay. they need a quarterback. they got to have it. Yeah, this is the guy for the future. All right, C.J. Stroud, number one. Yep, that's it. Easy enough. Well, right. and if that is the case, we have the Houston Texans on the <clears> clock <throat> at number two. Uh, Mr. Gonzalez is now the owner slash GM slash coach of the Houston Texans. 
and uh, he's allowed to take as much time as he wants. There's going to be a lot of dead air here tonight. So, uh, <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, Houston was ranked 31st in yards per game. They're ranked 31st in points per game. So all arrows are going to point to them drafting a quarterback. I don't think that's what's going to happen. They have a pick at 12. So I think they'll actually go defense here. I don't think Bryce Young goes there. I think Bryce Young is very small. I don't think there's a history of guys that are his size being successful. I think there's too much risk. Coach is a defensive guy, D'Amico Ryans. I think he wants to get what he needs on his side of the ball where he's an expert. I think Jalen Carter goes number two. I think they bypass quarterback here. I think Bryce Young's in for a drop. I don't think he's going as early as people think. It's just just my gut. It's just what I think. D'Amico Ryans is a defensive guy. So what? He's Now all of a sudden he's a quarterback guru and he's going to listen to somebody else when he just got his first coaching gig. I think he wants to add a defensive player. He's going to build that defense. And what he needs at quarterback is not a superstar. He needs someone that can take care of the ball, protect the ball, make the easy throws. And I'm not saying Bryce Young can't do that, but I think he can get that at pick 12. So, yeah, okay. That's, That's why. Uh, and I think there's going to be a quarterback there to be had at pick 12. Okay. Nice. I got to tell you, that is a big zig yeah. from the uh, NFL it. world of Zach. I, I do. It. I love that. I love the... Uh, so the would it be Will? I, I'm guessing Will no. Levis might be. He will be um, there. He should be there. He should be there. Um, we're going to have to see how this one falls. Yeah. But at number two for the Houston Texans to take DeAndre Carter, uh, off-field issues J- be damned. Jalen Carter. Yep. Or Jalen Carter, sorry. Sorry. Um, Listen, he's definitely – there's some risks there, okay? But the talent is – Without it's question. question. It's without question. He's a specimen. He was very productive at Georgia. I like him there, and I think it's someone that D'Amico can build around. You start when you when you build football teams, you don't build them at the wide receiver spots. You don't build them outside. You build them in the trenches, from the trenches out. You want a strong offensive line. You want a strong defensive line. I think he makes his mark. He gets a defensive player that can disrupt. He can build a defense around that and get his quarterback later. You know. Okay. Bryce nice. Young is a small dude. Five ten. Yeah. Two oh four. Yeah. I mean two oh four because he was eating like right. fifteen pancakes every day. Ding dong. Yeah. His hand size nine and three quarters. Yeah. I mean it, that's still bigger than Burrow and Pickett. Right. And Goff. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. But it's not to me. It's not upper echelon. No. It's not number two pick. Tell no. me a quarterback that was 5'10 and 204 that was successful in the NFL. Kyler Murray. Right. And he has durability issues right now. He got hurt. For sure. Now, it was a non-contact injury. Don't get me wrong. But he is still undersized. He has a hard time seeing over the line. And if you don't have a coach that runs you, sorry, Cliff Kingsbury, you really wasted a lot of his career there not running him more often. You know, even though early on he was great. This is the same thing for Bryce Young here. I think he's too undersized to be taken at number two. There's too much risk. I say go defense, get your guy, come back and get the quarterback at 12. I got to nice. tell you, if they do this on draft night, that'll be very, very exciting. You will get like extreme kudos from me. Yeah. I don't know what that, no. if that means anything to you. but I just look at all the defensive. <laughs> Zero. If, if there was an offensive-minded coach there, if there's an offensive-minded coach, then I'd say, yeah, he wants to get his guy if okay. he's in this draft. Defensive guys don't think like that. Yeah. I mean, just look at all – Bill Belichick, you know, defensive guy. Todd Bowles, defensive guy. You know, the, these guys, they don't want a quarterback necessarily. They want defensive players, and they'll find a the quarterback later. Nice. They okay. want to win on the strength of their defense. It can be done. Very nice. I got to tell you, that was that was fun. I, I love it. Uh, me too. Was well, there a lot dead air? No, 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 no I knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Well, um, I guess I'm on the clock with yes. my Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I have re- 
replaced Cliff Klingsbury, and uh, I am now at number three. Now, I honestly feel that this on draft night is going to be traded out. Um, if for some reason Bryce Young is on the board, I think someone's going to be too tempted. But uh, for this mock, we are not going to be trading out, but I do feel it's going to be done on draft night. I do think if I have the pick, with Kyler Murray locked up for, I don't know, a bajillion dollars over the next couple years and not able to get out of that cap, I think they are going to go with the safe pick of Will Anderson. That seems to be the consensus across the board for everyone. I cannot find a weakness in the game that would make me believe they don't do that. So for me, it is going to be Will Anderson. Seems to be an easy pick, DN, for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I do think that if Bryce Young does not come off at number two, that they could be getting a ton of calls. Yeah. But uh, I don't think anything makes them want to drop back three or four or 15 spots. They stick where they are, and they go with Will Anderson. Absolutely, and you're getting your value right there. For sure. You're getting extreme value at that pick. Absolutely. Number three, I mean, Carter and Anderson are probably the best two players in this entire draft. Right. So anything after number two, and you've got yourself some value. Right. Mike, I love it when you say value. Gives yeah. me a half chub. But I do want to say, I think that's exactly what's <laughs> going to happen. Is Arizona's going to trade out of there, especially if I'm right about Bryce Young not being... More than likely, I think I'll be right about Bryce Young not being drafted there, but I won't be right about who they draft. You get it? Yeah. But I do think Bryce Young will fall a spot. I think you're right. That pick gets traded back, and I think someone like the Colts might say, let me move up three spots, or right. two spots, and get... Is it two spots? I mean, they're yeah. right behind the Cardinals. Right, or one spot. they got to move and, up one spot. So it would probably be like when the Bears stupidly... Uh, Moved up one spot to take Trubisky. Yeah. So if <laughs> who did they pass up? Who did they pass up? Was it a uh, was it good? I think they they Man. passed up Fran Tarkington. May Mahomes. Uh, Is that his name? Yeah. Mahomes. Huh. Yeah. Mahomes and Watson. They they passed up on that one. Don't so. worry. Michael Jordan got drafted third. Things happen. Yeah. Things wow. do happen. When no. bias. Who would have seen right. that coming? Right. Heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. Oh, it's not too soon. It's, no. it's been many, many years. It's okay. You can right. talk about it now. It's right. been over almost 30 years. 40 years. Oh, my God. Right. Greg Oden. Yeah. Greg Oden. He All looked right. like he was 45 when he, he was He did drafted. look like he was 45. All right, so um, with Will Anderson off the board, the Colts are now up at number four, and we are not allowed to trade. So uh, that is going to be the Raider is taking over for Jeff Saturday, and he is now the coach of the Colts. So he's got his uh, he's got his mouth in Ursay's ear. I guess that's how we're going to say it tonight. But remember, we got to keep track of the picks, right? Bryce Young is still available. Bryce Young is still available with Anthony Richardson. Um, we got we got a ton of ton of talent there at number four, and I am curious who the Colts are going to take. Mike, this, this is super easy. If if this goes this way, um, Ursay's already said I love the kid from Alabama, and it's going to be the kid from Alabama, Bryce okay. Young. Bryce Young at number four, they standing were, in at five foot seven, one hundred and forty two pounds. He already Bryce loves Young. the guy. Um, they were ranked number twenty seventh in offense, <clears throat> number twenty three in pass offense. So um, this is kind of good news for me because a guy like Bryce Young would help out a player that I have on Dynasty, Jonathan Taylor. I think um, this would be a, a great move for the Colts. It'd be a great move for me, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing what Bryce Young can do. Okay, Vinny, how do you feel about that pick, Bryce Young at number four? I think that improves the prospects of everybody in Indianapolis uh, because I, the one thing about the Colts I do like is that the offensive line, if they can retool it a little bit, hopefully they get back to what they were two years ago or something similar, 
give him some time because he has weapons. He'll have Michael Pittman. He'll have Alex Pierce. I think they signed Paris Campbell. They signed Isaiah McKenzie. Okay. He has Jonathan Taylor to hand it off to. So that would be an ideal situation. The the situation, if he were to go two to Houston, I don't think that's ideal. I think you're asking a lot of the kid. Right. I think he's in a way better situation with the Colts. Okay, so let me ask you this. If the Colts have gone into this knowing the whole time, Young's off the board, Stroud's off the board, our guy is Anthony Richardson. That's who we want. Anthony Richardson. So I'm just saying, if that's what they're going into it thinking, hey, we're we're definitely going to get Richardson at four. We don't have to worry about this. Unless someone leapfrogs us at number three we're gonna get richardson at number four they're super excited all of a sudden someone throws them a curveball and now they've got young do you think that they still take young or do they stick are they still super excited about richardson and go ahead and take richardson no i think they're sold on bryce young bryce young I, yeah I, I think deep down they want bryce young they just don't know if he'll be attainable i'm not so sure they pick a quarterback at four if it's just anthony richardson no okay. levis yeah I don't. I think. I think they might wait. At that point, they'd have to draft the best wide receiver off the board. I think. Well, or, or the not, best defensive. No, player. I think a defensive player, if anything, or an offensive lineman. Yeah. I mean, their wide receiver core is pretty shitty. I don't think it is for the Colts. Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce. I, I, we talked about this before. I think a lot of Michael Pittman was the quarterback play last year. I think Michael Pittman is still a good player. They could get okay. um, I think Jackson he's a, Smith in Jigba. In Jigba is awesome. Sure. But I, I still think Michael Pittman is the number one. It's going to be hard to take me off of that. Okay. Now, I might not trade you a first-round pick in Dynasty right now, right? But Nobody will. I but, already tried it. No, but what I'm saying is could he get that value back? Yeah, if the right quarterback is there. Listen, Matt Ryan made him look like a um, sorry wide receiver one very early. It's just things that it, it fell apart there. It did. So we can't really it's, pull it's that against be a Bryce player. Young, though, man. Okay. Like, Ursay's already said it. If he's available. If I'm if right he's available, Bryce Young goes number four. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. The championship formula is going to stand behind that pick at number four. It is going to be Bryce Young. Right. So here we go at number five, and that's going to be Vinny on the board. He has now uh, murdered Pete Carroll, and he has taken over his spot as the coach of the Seahawks, and he gets to talk to the GM about who he wants. Mr. Gonzalez, who is it you are looking at? Wait, I'm confused. I thought, who's on the clock at number five? You said number the Seahawks five, are? Uh, isn't that the Seahawks? I have the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders are at number seven. Oh, they, they yeah. That's, oh, I gotcha. Okay, so I can help well, you out. Um, no, so. we don't need your help with the Raiders. Get out of here with the Raiders. <laughs> no, not with the Raiders. Vinny is smart too, Mike. Leave him alone. <laughs> He's got it. The Seahawks at number five. Well, actually, this this would work out great then for the Seahawks if they are at number five. I, I had my orders they mixed are. up. Okay, very good. So a lot of people had the Anthony Richardson show going to the Seahawks, maybe sitting behind Geno Smith. Um I think Pete Carroll has done a really good job of drafting the last couple of years, moving Russell Wilson, getting the picks, and building that team on the defensive side and getting a run-first type offense on the other side. So I think when he's sitting there, he has to give serious consideration to Christian Gonzalez. This guy was a four-star recruit out of high school, extremely athletic, played offense, defense, special teams. He ran a 4-3-8, literally was a shutdown corner in Colorado. This is a guy he can pair with, is it Woolen? I want to say his last name is Woolen. Tariq? Tariq Woolen, who was very good last year. He was a top five corner. I mean, you put one on one side, one on the other, 
I think that would be a great fit for what Seattle likes to do. Seattle is not interested in running the air raid offense. They're not interested in turning into a passing frenzy at any point. They would love to just run the ball and play defense. Right. Well, the best way to do that is lock down the corner position. You already have edge rusher. You have a linebacker. You brought back Bobby Wagner. The safety position is solid. Now you bring in a shutdown corner on the other side to pair with Woolen. That's really, really strong. And this guy's athletic, man. I mean, he has a his broad jumps like eleven feet. Yeah, for a corner, four three eight, real speed at corner. Right. I like that pick there. What does it do for them fantasy wise? Seattle, um, probably not much. <laughs> right. I, I'm not so sure. I'm looking to start Seattle defense every week. Right. But would it surprise me if they finished as a top ten defense and they made this pick? Probably not. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, yeah, th- their defense was ranked actually twenty sixth overall. Um, and they're, they're, they really were suffering in the rushing defense. Right. So I like the defensive pick on that. I think I probably would have gone for um, Tyree Wilson. Did we already – is Wilson already off the board? Tyree Wilson's available still. So I probably would have gone for him. But, I mean, either way, they need more help on defense than they need offense. Right. They could go Ed Rusher there. That would make sense too. I just think everyone talking about Anthony Richardson going there, I think yeah. it's a smoke screen. I think Seattle wants everyone to think it. Yeah. Because they're kind of hoping that when that pick comes up, maybe Anthony Richardson is there. And there's other teams under them. They're like, man, we really want the quarterback. Right. Okay, no problem. Come up, move up, give us a, a boatload of picks, and we'll move back. Yeah, for sure. That's the ideal situation. I, that's really what I could see happening more than anything. Yeah. I there's, just don't see them yeah, taking I, I Anthony I tell you Richardson. what, in this draft, I believe there's going to be the most trading of picks that we've ever seen. I, think I mean, last, last year was also a ton of trades. There was. There was a ton of trades. There was big ones. <laughs> A.J. Brown getting traded on draft night. Did Tyreek Hill get traded on draft night? No, no he got, it was he got prior tra- to. It was prior to. Yep. There was another big name, though, that got traded. Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown. That's, That's right. right. That was big. When yeah, that happened, we were like, whoa. Yeah. You know, that was pretty big. So I can't wait for draft night. Here at your house, Plymouth? That is correct. Am I getting invited this year? Or? I don't think so. You didn't invite me last no, year. No, I think Wilden said no. Yeah, I looked at the guest list and you weren't on there. <laughs> Wilden gave me the thumbs down. I went to the first one two years ago. Last year, I, I didn't get the invite. What, what happened? <laughs> uh-huh. Were you here last year? No, probably no, not. None of us were if here. If Vinny wasn't here, I wasn't. I, I may not even, there may not have been last year. But the year before, there definitely was. This yeah, year, we, remember we picked uh, who we thought the expert was oh, that got it right, right, and we bet money on it. It was that's fun. Right. That was I mean, fun. Just for those, it was play money, you know. Yeah, but yeah, it was strictly yeah. monopoly money. Yeah, yeah, strictly monopoly money. Yeah, we don't exactly. want to try. All right, so up at number six, um, I have fired Dan Campbell, and I have taken over as coach of the Lions, and I will be making this draft pick and not him. So, man, I like that guy though. Listen, he's a little guy. Nobody likes those little guys out there. As he's little. Yeah, he's like he five looks two. huge. He is. He is. He's like six. Four. He was a former tight end. Come on, man. Oh, okay. He's a giant. <laughs> that guy's like six five, two fifty. He would literally squash you. It's insane. Um, they have been fairly active in free agency, but all mostly smaller, mostly smaller signings. They did sign a corner. Um, they haven't lost too much. No one of real note. Um. I gotta tell you, this is gonna be an unsexy, but a need pick, and that is going to be Devin Weatherspoon. Good call, I yeah, love yeah. it. Um, incredibly fast, yep. incredibly talented. He helps the secondary, and uh, I think that's who they're gonna go with. I yeah. don't think it's gonna. They already signed. Um, they have to. They do have to because they're ranked number thirty-two on defense, number thirty against the pass. 
So they have to address their pass defense. Correct. Their offense was so strong last year. Right. I know it was a top 10 offense. I can't imagine that they're too, I don't want to say not worried, but they're probably not that worried about their offense. And so they are going to switch the other side of the ball. Unfortunately, it's not a sexy pick for us fantasy guys because who gives a shit about Devin Weatherspoon? Yeah. Honestly. And he does nothing for us. You're right, though. I mean, they're set on offense. The offensive line is really, really good. Really good. I think they they would do well to pair him with Okuda. Absolutely. So... um, I think that's what they're going to do, and I don't think there's uh, any any debate, any pushback on that one. Witherspoon at number six. No, good choice. I love that choice. Okay, so we are going to take a very quick commercial slash potty break. And uh, just a reminder that uh, Mr. D's Delicious Pizza uh, is the official pizza of the championship formula. They are second uh, <coughs> to none because they are tied with FM Pizza over there in downtown O'Galley, who also has the delicious pizza. But uh, it, they are so far apart, they're really not even competition for each other. They are 20 miles apart. It doesn't even matter. True. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But I love the drizzle. Yeah, so we had, uh, of course, Mike loves the drizzle. We did get a couple emails this past week. Yes, you do. And uh, someone actually told us that they went over to Mr. D's and tried the Island Boy and loved it. We got an email? We got an email. Get yeah, absolutely. Who no was shit. Email? Can we uh, release that, the name? Yeah, we can release the name. That's going to be a Mike Orlick. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He stopped by. He tried the drizzle, loved the drizzle. You know what's weird, though? They would not squ- squirt any drizzle in his mouth. Oh. He asked really for it. So he didn't get the full experience. He did not. Orlick, I'm so sorry. Man. I know. I know. You got to make sure Mike is there. Maybe yeah. call ahead. Yeah. Call yeah. ahead and make sure Mike is there. Make sure he's got the drizzle ready yeah. for you. And he yep. squirts it into your mouth. Absolutely. That's what you need. Make sure you ask for that 10% discount. If they don't know what you're talking about, please ask them to call the manager. Uh, make sure that it happens. And uh, we're going to be right back in just a minute. And we are back. We are live, and we are back. Thank you, Raider, for asking. I'm so glad. I love it when you do. I love it when when Raider is listening to other podcasts. Raider, during our podcast, it is my absolute favorite. Normally, it's Pornhub. I love you. Occasionally, it's advertisements for tire companies or insurance. But tonight. It was another podcast, so I appreciate the hell out of that man. I love this guy, dude. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for coming back to us, and uh, we have the Cajun Raider at number seven. Uh, he is on the clock. He has uh, apparently murdered Josh, M- Josh McDaniels. Uh, he's had enough of his uh, shenanigans. Yeah. Um, he is incredibly angry that they let Derek Carr yeah. go to the Saints. Yeah. He is very unhappy about that. Yeah. Darren Waller. Uh, Darren Waller, that yeah. move also. Uh, the Brian Edwards move yeah, also. I mean, the the list goes on and on of all the guys they've let slip through their fingers. Randy Moss still haunts them. Yeah. So, um, let's just this, dismantle this team like dismant- eternally. <laughs> I don't think it works that way um, because you can't do that. But um, at number seven, you are able to uh, change the franchise at least a little bit this high in the draft, and uh, you are on the clock, sir. 
Yeah, unfortunately, I'm trying to clean up a mess that has been created before me, like with several bad decisions on every single draft. I can tell you every single draft we have gotten it wrong from Jamarcus Russell, Michael Crabtree, Michael. No, we didn't draft Michael Crabtree. No, it's a joke. Okay. Um, <laughs> DHB, Darius Hayward Bay. That's right. They took DHB, him over. Baby. That's yeah. right. Like Speed every kills. single draft. Henry Ruggs. Be, Josh Jacobs. They got that one wrong. I get no. Well, we got that one. Yeah, right. Arden Key, Quell hmm. and Farrell. Well, we're missing the big one. about Max Crosby. Yeah, they got that big one wrong. Hit. Big hit. Freaking Max you know, Crosby. Look how, you, look how you shit on your franchise. Yeah. We suck, man. It's like we just eternally suck. Such a hater. All oh. right. Well, Mr. Josh McDaniel slash Mike Wilden, you're on the clock. Now you've only got about a minute and a half left to get that pick in before number eight Atlanta Falcons over okay. there throws their card into the ring. All right. So I can tell you right here, um, as the as the GM, I would there's a nice there's a nice running back sitting there at Bijan Robinson, but we already have Josh Jacobs, so yes, there's no do. need for that. We were wait. Um, you have another running back over there. I forget his name. Can you help me with that? I think he, I think you might know him. Alfonso Marconzo. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we were ranked. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Who's the running back you have on your dynasty squad? Oh, Ronald Jones. Oh my god. <laughs> I literally want to reach across the table and choke what? you to death. Name name your dynasty running backs. In I Guardians can't. of the Dynasty. I can't because you they don't know suck. your own team right no, now. No, because they suck. And this is an off-air. This guy is trying to tell me I'm, I'm off the I'm off the wall with the things I say. This guy can't even name his own Rick and Running Mass in Dynasty. Well, I think I like, can name all of them. I'm in like I think I can name all of them. Am I? Jonathan Taylor, Deontay Foreman, Samaji Pirine. Okay. Yeah. Did, did you forget they, about they those don't guys? They play on the Raiders. Ronald Jones. Did you forget about all those guys? They don't play on the Raiders. <laughs> what about Kenyon Drake? Oh wait, you cut him. I don't have Kenyon Drake. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, bro. <laughs> okay. Just so I'm confused. Oh no, I think you cut someone then this past week. Yeah. Who was that? Kenyon Drake. There you go. Yeah, Kenyon Drake. Me, all right. Drake. No, he, he was on him. your squad he last was on week. Squad, That's though. what I was gonna say. Kenyon right. Drake. You guys got me all jacked up in the head, man. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Jacked up on Mountain Dew. So anyway, anyhow, what I was saying was um, we are ranked 28th on defense, 29th in pass defense. We have to address it. Okay. As much as I would love to go for Bijan Robinson right here, I have to go for Joey Porter Jr. Oh, I love Joey Porter Jr. Mm. So fast, too. Like Instincts. father, like son? Yeah. Nope, different position, but yeah. also incredibly instinctive. But yeah. still, like father, like son. Yeah. I think he yeah. actually ran a uh, sub 4 4 at his pro day. Joy Porter was blazing. Blazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On and off the field. I yeah. like it. I was just he wanted really? to say it. No, I have no idea, but you gave me that look. It was a twinkle in your eye. <laughs> it made me think. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my pick. That's it. Okay. And fantasy wise, any impact at all? No. Okay. Nothing. That's the worst pick. I yeah. love it. When you All pick right. defense, I mean, like, unless you get some stud edge rusher, I mean, it's like... I mean, there's only so many Nick Bosa's and... Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, to go around. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. So, uh, that pick is in, Leave and Atlanta Falcons are on the board. Uh, they're already on the clock. And Arthur Smith has been fired. Vinny Gonzalez has now taken over for the Falcons. He gets to decide who they take. 
Uh, he's feeling very important tonight. Not really. No, Not really. Okay. Well, I was hoping. I mean, I, I'm torn with these guys because the Falcons, they had a need at defensive end. I guess they kind of filled it with Calais Campbell. I mean, honestly, don't they have a need basically everywhere on the entire team? I mean, they, they have a need at wide other receiver. Other than tight end. Uh, on the other side of Drake London, I believe. I think they need a quarterback. Potentially, if you don't believe in Ritter, I think they have a need at corner. Defense, defense ranked, tackle. Defense ranked number 27th, right. 25th in the pass. I right. just I just took your guy off the board. I mean, honestly, yeah. everyone in the top ten probably has a horrible defense. Most of them are in the in the lower ranked of the defense. Right. So I, I'm not going to pay too much attention to that. I'm going to focus on how this team is being built. So they got Drake London as a true number one. They got a unicorn at tight end in Kyle Pitts, and they got something in the fifth round, eighth pick, Tyler Algier last year. The thing is with Tyler Algier though. He graded out as an average backup, maybe a special teamer in terms of his draft profile. Now, he played really well last year and he showed promise. But because of the draft capital, it wouldn't shock me. Well, let me back up. If they already have Desmond Ritter and they believe in Desmond Ritter, okay, they got to support him. Because Will Levis might be there. Um, Anthony Richardson could still be there with this pick. So if those guys are there... They're, they're going to have a decision to make. Do we support Desmond Ritter or do we start this thing over with another quarterback? I believe in my heart that Desmond Ritter showed enough to be given a chance to try to lead this team and be their franchise quarterback. I think, you know, it's going to be a little challenging because the offense like to run seems to be kind of archaic, but I'm hoping if he starts as a week one starter for Atlanta, they're going to open it up a little bit. So Bijan sitting there. At first, people say, oh, maybe not such a great fit because of Tyler Algier. But Arthur Smith loves to run the ball. What a great way to help out your quarterback. A guy in Bijan Robinson that you can send out of the backfield, you can hand the ball to, super dynamic. You'll have Drake London on the outside, Kyle Pitts at tight end. That's a hell of an offense. And your backup happens to be a guy in Tyler Algier right. that played really well down the stretch. I like this pick, actually. I think Bijan going here does make some sense if you really want to build around. Um, Desmond Ritter and give him the best opportunity to be successful. Here's so, the, here's Coach the, Gonzalez, are you doing it? Are you turning in your card with a Bijan Robinson yeah, name I say, on it? Yeah, I say let's go Bijan Robinson. Ooh, Absolutely, I, I like it here. I believe that Brian Branch, safety from Alabama, is the correct call here. But I also agree right. with your call because if you can keep the ball on the ground and grind the clock away, then maybe you fix that 27th ranked defense, the 25th pass ranked defense. Do you think that um? Do you think the safety that safety in particular is is an Ed Reed type player that can change your no. defense by himself? No, he's not an Ed Reed. Is he Reed a Jamal guy. Williams maybe? Yeah, is maybe. he kind of like that? Yeah, and that's like I I get it. They need a lot of help defensively. I I just don't see a safety that can change the whole defense. Right. You know, I don't see one corner that's going to change the whole defense either. And they have more picks later in this draft to right. address defense. But here you get a guy that you add to your offense. That's a real no, potent like offense. That. You can ground it out. And you can go ahead and release 32-year-old Cordell Patterson. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, save a few million bucks on the cap. That right. is for sure. Good call. Now, um, I understand the thinking. I honestly do not think they do not. I, I don't think they go Bijan Robinson. Who do you think they go? I, I'm, I'm going to go someone even crazier. Right. I think they take the top wide receiver off the board. That's not that's not I don't think that's thinking crazy either because I thought about that too. The guy from Ohio State and Jigba. And Jigba. Because you pair in Jigba and Drake London, it creates the go. same effect for Ritter. Now all of a sudden, it's gonna be hard to double both guys. Someone's getting open. Everything coming out of camp is that they love Algier. They right. love the the potential that he has. So if they're trying to build around him someone that's a fifth rounder? 
Right. Fifth round, cheap pick. Yep. Very cheap. Very cheap. Uh, Bijan is going to be very expensive in comparison. Right. So I, I, I understand the logic. I just don't see the Falcons ponying uh, up for that. I like the Njigba pick, too. That crossed my mind because, again... Man, what do you do if you're on defense? You got to account for London. You got to account for Njigba. You got to account for Kyle Pitts. It reminds me of Julio Jones, Roddy White, Tony Gonzalez. Uh oh, what are we going to do? And then later on, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, for Austin sure. Hooper. Like people forget that was a real offense, dude. Real that offense. was a real offense. I put up a lot of points. Yeah, with a with a Matt Shop. They wouldn't stop anybody. Right. They wouldn't stop anybody. Right. But it didn't matter. They're scoring with anybody. Yeah. Yep. So. You know, sometimes you've got to lean into your strength, and the strength of the line of Falcons right now might be to let's add just more offensive talent. Yeah. We can't fix the defense anyway. Let's go ahead and just load up on offense to see what happens. Not to mention know? their two biggest free agent acquisitions this year were offensive linemen. Let's, so it's let's do this. Let's keep Bijan on the board. Let's go in Jigba. I, I like that. Let's go with Jigba. I actually like that a nice. lot better because I think you create more matchup issues when you have two wide receiver ones out there. I now love you've it. created a situation for climate next. Right. I no, love let, it. Let, let's keep Bijan on the board. Let's go in Jigba here, pairing with London. I, I, I've, I've been convinced by you and convinced myself. And Kyle Pitts at tight end. That's strong, man. Tyler wow. Algier in the back. I believe in Tyler Algier. I like Tyler Algier. For sure. And you're right. Keeps him cheap. Doesn't have to pay him the money that you would have to pay Bijan. I'd rather pay in Jigba. Nice takes, man. Yeah, let's let's roll with that. That's an offense. I'm going to go home it. and play Madden. Yeah. No, th- I mean, <laughs> this sounds good. It sounds fun with the signing of the offensive right. linemen. A couple solid wide receivers uh, flanking either side of the field. Kyle Pitts. God, can we please get that guy the ball? And uh, Ritter able to have some weapons out there. Right. So it feels, it feels like a fun pick. To say in Jigba, as opposed to not that Bijan's not great, it doesn't really help Ritter. Right. So no, now like I'm I just like curious that. how that affects you as the Chicago Bears GM now. Oh, you're Whoa. up now. Oh my God. Number nine. Oh, I'm so excited. Remember, you have Kyle Her- or, um, you got a uh, Khalil Herbert at running back. I do have Khalil Herbert and Deontay Foreman. And Deontay Foreman. Uh, and let's not forget about DJ Moore. Newly acquired DJ right. Moore. You That's have right. DJ Moore. That you got to account for that. You Let's guys not forget ranked. about Velas Jones. Deal. He could be a Devonte Adams in the making. But you still have Darnell Mooney. You have Darnell Mooney. Honestly, Darnell Mooney goes back to his normal wide receiver two role. Yes, I love it. I mean, he's five eleven and weighs one hundred and sixty one pounds. Right, right, so, right. I mean, he's, but DJ Moore is going to take the the attention. He will. I think Darnell Mooney will have a solid season. I don't solid. know how much he'll be able to use him in real life fantasy. I'm just saying, yeah. real I mean, life. He's a flex guy. He's right. probably a number four. He's a top fifty wide receiver. Uh, when right. bye weeks come, he probably fills that flex role very nicely. But right. that's about where he, I, I mean, for me, that's about where he slots. Right. DJ Moore is probably a top 25 guy. I'm not going to go much higher than. I think 25 is a perfect number, honestly. Yeah. And, and I don't like. I don't know why people are getting so down on that. That man played really well in Carolina with I don't know 14 different quarterbacks. Yeah. I think I threw the ball garbage. One week. Yeah, right. Like, come on now. Like, DJ Moore is working garbage. with garbage. Yeah. 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 DJ Moore is a good receiver, man. So oh, I can't wait. I to like hear DJ this. Moore. Are you going to trade him too? Okay, go ahead. Moving on. <laughs> What's going on? So <laughs> for the Bears, this. I mean, oh my god. Okay, okay. I, I'm sorry. I've, Ranked there 28. Has, there has been so many drafts that I've sat through, and I've just shaken my head and said, "What the fuck are you thinking?" Like that Trubisky trade. That sounds I, familiar. I literally got out. Uh, I literally walked out of the room and jumped into the hot tub by yeah. myself. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so upset. I'm just going to soak in this hot tub. I feel stupid though when you say that because I thought. I had said that Mitch Trubisky was probably the best quarterback and the most NFL ready that year. I said, I said that. that. Did you know that Mitch Trubisky was white? Yeah. 
Come yeah. on. Come on now. You know it. I know it. Come Mike on. knows it. What yeah, you, no, no. I said what I'm saying is I didn't trust about- it at number two. No, I'm dead serious. But, but no one knew to go get Mahomes at number two. He was the most accurate passer in all of college and also the least athletic of the top four. Bro, nine people passed on Mahomes, you know? They did, but how many of those actually really needed a quarterback? If you knew Mahomes was that good? Nobody did. When, what, what draft uh, was let's that? just it was be 20, honest. It was 2019? 2018. 2018. So, I mean, if the, here's the problem. If the Bears take Mahomes at number two, do you know what Mahomes is? Nothing. There you go. He's not Patrick Mahomes. Right, because landing spots matter. For sure. Perfect. Andy Reid has absolutely helped his career. Deshaun Watson, same thing. Right. Uh, well, actually, Deshaun Watson seemed pretty damn talented, even at the time. But Trubisky was just, uh, he was an accurate passer. It was a lot of low risk. He came out of uh, uh, North Carolina, North correct? Carolina. North yeah. Carolina, man. Yeah. So, it just. But By the way, it was a 2017 draft, just 2017. to clear that up. Sorry about that. No, no, it's okay. But let me list the teams. Cleveland went with Miles Garrett. Great pick. Then Great Chicago's pick. up. They took Trubisky. Yep. San Fran, they could have used Mahomes. Jacksonville could have used Mahomes. Tennessee Titans could have used Mahomes. New York Jets could have used Mahomes. Everybody. The Chargers could have used Mahomes. Oh, Carolina Panthers could have used Mahomes. In 2017, who were the I, – I, I'd have to go back and see Hold on, who one this. more team. Cincinnati Bengals could have used Mahomes. They could have. Okay, so 95% of those teams. That was but, Andy Dalton. But, but the, You're really going to replace right, or, Andy Dalton? That's the Come one, on. That's the Come only one senses. I'm saying. That's the one I'm saying we can pass on. Well, <laughs> well, I know you like the red rifle. But honestly, go. though, all those teams passed on Patrick Mahomes. And the guys that went in front of Patrick, again, Miles Garrett, right. Okay, Nitrowski, no. Salmon Thomas, no. Leonard Fournette, I, I don't think you want him over Mahomes, but it's not the off, it's not an awful pick for Jacksonville, right? Got some production there. Corey Davis, eh. Jamal Adams, you know, so much hype around Jamal Adams. I haven't does seen nothing it. For, no, it does uh, nothing for me. Mike Williams to the Chargers, been hurt so much. Super talented, uber talented. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey to the Panthers, great pick. Mm. Okay, but they missed out on Mahomes. But still, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, it's hard to argue that. You can't one. argue that. Yeah, one. exactly. The next one, we're all gonna last. Since I took. John Ross. Whoo! What you, you little four two two? You little fast guy. Yeah, it was a four two two. You little yeah. fast guy. It was guy. a four two two. It was like it was almost a combine record, right? I think it actually tied with the combine yeah, record. Did it really? It did. Yeah. Wow, four two two. Little burner. That's incredibly fast. How has he done in the NFL? Not he's, good. He's running. No, not good. Fast. Not good. All right, so we went so. Off Wait, did, did you make your pick? I did not make my pick. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, no, it's no, my that's fault. Okay. But going no, back no. to the Bears, fine. You had the issue with the quarterback. What do you got now, though? Because you got you got a quarterback. You got a good receiver. You got a good receiver room. We you do. got a decent tight end who should some Actually, promise. Actually, we have Cole Komet. We signed Tunyon. And you signed Tunyon. That's Your correct. defense was right. ranked. We signed Deontay Foreman. We've got Khalil Herbert. Your right. defense was ranked number 29. You are correct. They traded away our best defensive end last year. Now, I would like to say that there's going to be a defensive end at this point. There is. Lucas Van Ness, no, Miles get out Murphy. Of here with your Lucas Van Ness. Nolan That's Smith. garbage talk. Lucas Van Ness is a late teens, early 20s guy. It, Miles Murphy. If, I swear to God, if the Bears select any of those guys, I'm going to smash my TV through my window. Um, because it's like nothing will have changed at all. They're gonna make some stupid ass pick. God, can you play? You've, you've so are you going so, no defense? I'm not going defense. Offensive line. You're damn right. Got to protect the asset. Now I realize that the 
the pick that is probably scheduled for them is going to be Paris Johnson out of Ohio State. I do not see that happening. So you uh, already know where you're going. Skaronski. I've I've been saying this for probably a month. Skaronski is the guy for the Bears. He is a penny soul to the Lions. There you go. The Skaronski to the Bears. I love it, man. It would take a lot of pressure off fields, feeling like he's under siege every time he touches the ball, man. I mean... A little protection will go a long way. Realistically, he's probably going to start this coming season at guard. They still have Leno on the left tackle. So right. he's going to be there and get a year to learn. They've still got Tevin Jenkins, who was a high draft pick a couple, I think two years ago. He's going to stick at right tackle. He's a nasty guy. I love him on that line. Right. If they can just get a little health, it really allows them to see, is Justin Fields the quarterback of the future? Right. Because if they don't give any other help and they just say, all right, hey, we got you TJ, DJ Moore and a tight end, I don't know if that's quite enough. Deontay Foreman doesn't move the needle enough for me with no help on the line. Right. But if they do this and they really dedicate themselves to the offense, I think you're giving Justin Fields every chance to prove that he is the franchise quarterback they've been looking for. So, fingers crossed that everyone in the office listens to the head coach of the Chicago Bears, Mike Blimo, and uh, they stick <laughs> with Skaronsky. I love the pick. I like it. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And that leaves Paris Johnson on the board for uh, the number 10 team. That's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles and... Uh, I just I can't believe they have the tenth pick as well. That's incredible. And that's going over to Raider. He is now the head coach of the Eagles. Mr. Wielden, do you have an idea of what you're thinking? Yeah, at this point I will agree with you guys as far as um when it comes to value. Um at this point uh, you know, they've made some trades in the, the running back field. I, and there's a splash. I'd like to make a splash here. I'm definitely going Bijan Robinson. Oh, right I here. knew it. I knew it. Yeah. It's a spot that's been rumored to be a great landing spot for him. Yeah. Um, would the Eagles want to spend that kind of money at a running back? That's Especially another... after $10.5 which just went to Zeke. Where did Zeke go? He went to the Eagles. Zeke did? No. Didn't I read that? No. No, Zeke Wasn't still... there a contract offer, $10.5 by the Eagles to Zeke? No. I didn't even see that. All right, no, then I'm making stuff up. Yeah. Whoa, well, hold on a second. You don't make stuff up. Where did you see that? I oh. thought for sure I saw that. Here we go. I'm sorry. We we got to make sure we get this right. We got listeners, man. Yeah, we have listeners that are listening to us right now. Uh, Josh, if you're out there, can you please look this up real <laughs> quick? Real quick. Jamie. Jamie. Thanks, Jamie. They signed him to a one-year deal. They did? Who's Eagles Nation on Twitter? Is this a joke, though? Because sometimes... Oh, April Fool's. Because we just got through April Fool's. That's what it was. It was an April Fool's joke. Was it really? Yeah, it was an April Fool's joke. April Fool's. I hate that. I hate when they do that. You know, like, April Fool's jokes had me thinking that penguins can fly. (laughs) I'm serious. I fell for that joke. We're going off the rails. Uh, (laughs) Well, Bijan to Philly, though? Yeah. Well, for one, that's great for Bijan. What an amazing landing spot. You know who's right. not good for? Every other running back in exactly. Philly. I mean, not just Rashad Penny, Kenneth Gainwell. Both those guys. Right. Trash heap. Yeah. Trash heap. Yep. The whole running back field is like trash heap yeah, at I, that point. Unless you have Bijan. For fantasy. Right. No, Bijan, though, in fantasy, I would love him in the Eagles. Yeah. I would love him. Okay. For sure. I, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going I, out of my way to get him. All right. I, I feel that uh, Bijan Robinson is a. It's not even close with like a J.K. Dobbins 
or a Gus Edwards to where he's competing with with such a high rush volume quarterback that you know like with the right, Lamar Jackson right. it takes away so many opportunities right, I don't yeah. think it's going to matter for Bijan Robinson he's going to out like 6 yards a carry I think that's I think a 1200 yard season with 30 to 35 catches and 12 touchdowns is well within reason for his rookie season right right I agree yeah. Okay. I agree with that. Damn, I'm doing good tonight. You are. You're really. I mean, we. No, I like that. Yeah. I like Sean that a Robinson. Lot. Plus, do you know what else that does? It What's wins that? him a lunch with uh, bearded for her pleasure. Is that I'll true? Be- did you guys bet on that? Yeah, we did. Where he would go? Yeah, he actually said the Eagles. I said if they even trade back, they would skip on him again if he was available. I gave him two chances Woo! to pass on Bajon. Yeah, I know. baby, come to mama. Pretty sure I'm buying that man some ribs over at the uh, the old Long Doggers here pretty soon. <laughs> that happens. Rib day. Thursday. Rib day. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Other people have leg days. I have rib days. <laughs> <laughs> so goofy. You're All right. Goofy, so here, you stupid little. <laughs> here is a curious one. We've got uh, the Tennessee Titans. Mike Frabel has just passed away, and Vinny Gonzalez has taken over for him as head coach. Oh, that's the best thing that could have happened for them. Oh, Frabel's a Vrabel's great coach. Vrabel's a great coach, man. Yeah, but Are you Vinny's me? better. Oh, well, that was sweet. But that was nice. Is it true? <laughs> so. Did you mean it? Yeah. I'm winking at you now. Look at me and say it with a twinkle in your eyes. Oh, my God. That's oh not a God. twinkle. That's like, a, what, are you, what are you doing down there? Get your hands out of there. Broken dog. I'm a broken dog. So we got the Tennessee Titans on the board at number eleven, and uh, Vinny's up. And I'm curious who he's going to take. Your offense he, is ring number thirty. Right. So he, they have a lot of needs. I mean, linebacker needs, wide receiver needs, so tight end needs, cornerback needs, edge. Your they don't have an edge sucks. rusher. They have needs everywhere. But I'm looking at Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Tannehill. Oh, what? They're going to have to move on from him. They're, they're going to go. have to at some point. I think Let's he's going to play. Let's go. What are you doing? Let's go. I think he's going to play one more year, and then it's going to be have to be on to the future. And Malik Willis just isn't the future. I think no, he showed no. that that pick it was a wasted pick. He's not going to pan out in the NFL this more than levy's likely. This levy's about to break. No, you just this said This levy's no. about to break. That's right. The kid from Kentucky, man. Right Woo! down the road from Tennessee, Will Levis. Now, Will Levis, in his own right, very talented, great arm talent. Has all the intangibles. He can make all the throws, but Cannon. he needs some work. He needs some work. Yeah. And he, sitting behind Ryan Tannehill for one year, maybe half the year if Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans struggle, might be just what Will Levis needs. And what's great for Will Levis is he'll still be able to turn around as of now and hand it off to Derrick Henry. Yes. So if he were to come in this year at some point, he has that running game to lean on. So I like the pick for the Tennessee Titans. Again, they have a lot of needs. They're just going to have to address them later on. Right. If they have a chance to get Will Levis at quarterback yeah. and get their future contingency plan here, I think this is the time to do it. I mean, if it was an offensive lineman that was available, you know, Skoronsky would have been great there too. But For sure. he's off the board. Yeah. Okay. All right. This Mike, is, how do you feel about that pick? I love it, man. This is fantastic. He doesn't see the field this though this year though correct we're gonna stick Tannehill unless, in there pretty much unless Tennessee struggles and maybe or if Tannehill gets hurt obviously I think he could later on but if they're struggling let's say they're a few games back you know or below five hundred let's say not a few games back they, else. but if they're a couple games or a few games under their five hundred and they really don't have a great shot at the playoffs they could bring him to Levis they kind of compared him to Josh Allen and his development I mean only right? because he throws hard and he's fast he's tall. But, I mean, as far as his game, 
as right. yeah, I mean that's a little bit different. I mean right. physical characteristics. I mean, you could say Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are fairly fairly similar. That doesn't mean and, that. And yeah, and you'd yeah. have to put me in that category too. I was. Right. I was about actor. to. You just yeah. you cut me off. I was going to say and Mike Wilden. Thank you. But you know, just not the same. it didn't sound like you were going to do that. So I. I know. I've seen a few of your movies. I know. But yeah. Not not the ones on the hub. <laughs> I know. The ones that we actually went to look at in the oh theater. My. Oh my. Ones on the hub are pretty. Good. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> All right, so guys, that is actually gonna where we're gonna cut it off for this. For this segment, we are going to pick it back up on our next segment at uh, number 12 with the Houston Texans and their second pick. Um, I hope you enjoyed this mock draft and where we're going. I have. Uh, have you, Mike? Yeah. That I've was learned what, a lot. That was my goal. Yeah. I've yeah. learned a lot. Thank if you, guys. If you didn't enjoy it, I, I probably would not even want to do another segment. No. I've enjoyed it. I've learned a lot about crypto, too. Okay. Right. That's important. <laughs> that is very important. Or AI Ethereum, baby. Yeah. yeah. Open AI. I have an idea for it. I'll tell you off air. Okay. Nice teaser. To monetize it. Nice teaser. So um, on Friday, look out for our second podcast. We're going to be coming out, picking up at number 12 with the Houston Texans. Until then, you guys be safe and uh, look forward to hearing from us. Peace out, Wody. We love you.